morning, good afternoon, good evening, whichever time it may be. I'm glad you're listening to uh, the podcast as we continue our study through Ephesians. Sounds like I got a truck coming through the background, but that's all good, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we're still going through Galatians, and we're going through Galatians chapter 4, verse 8 through 11 today. So yeah, open your Bibles, man. Let's go ahead and read uh, Galatians chapter 8 as we continue our study of what Paul's saying about Galatians, uh, what's it say about God, what's it say about man, as well as how I can apply it to my life. So I'm going to go ahead and start reading, guys. It says, however, at that time when you did not know God, you were slaves to those which by nature are no gods. But now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God, how is it that you turn back again to the weak and worthless elemental things to which you desire to be enslaved all over again? You observe days and months and seasons and years. I fear for you that perhaps I have labored over you in vain. Paul continues as he uh, is talking about the gospel and them going back to the old uh, law that they had formerly threw away as to say it gains them salvation. But because of the Judaizers, which we talked about a couple of days ago, have come and convinced them that this is not the true gospel, that they should also be part of the uh, Jewish family by being circumcised. Paul is trying to teach against that. He's, he's trying to push against that. And so Paul says that, uh, really, really, it's, it's amazing that he says that, uh, this is what's great, it says, uh, have you have come to know God, or really, that God knows you. I thought that was pretty good. But yeah, Paul's just continue on that line of thinking, man. He's saying that um, that we were slaves to elemental principles, which when he's saying that, he's talking about the law. He says that we were under the law, and then once we were freed to the law, why would we go back to the law to think that it's going to gain us salvation, man? And uh, that's what he says when he's talking about the you observe days and months, seasons and years, is he's saying uh, uh, these um ceremonial actions that you think are necessary for your salvation. Those things you used to do that you don't have to do those anymore, but you're going back to those things. Like, why? Why do you do those things? He says, I fear that I labored for you in vain. He's like that when I brought this gospel, that it never really connected, that you never, I mean, he, he, so he really actually go buckles down and says that you never really were saved. He fears that this is the truth. This is the vain. Like that means empty that for no good, uh, that it was worthless. Like he's, he's saying, man, did I come preach the gospel to you? Start this church, have labor with you, but you really never took hold of the gospel. That's scary, man. That's scary. So what does it say about God? Well, I think that one thing it says about God is that God finds us. You know what I mean? It's uh, not we find God. It's rather that God would find us because God is seeking, looking. He's hung. I'm not going to say hungering for, but it says that he is looking, man. And, and if we cross-reference that with John, it says that God is seeking true worshipers, those who worship him in truth and spirit, that God is seeking the lost. Uh, in the parable, it talks about the, the 99 and the one, and that God is seeking the one, and that the angels in heaven, they throw a party when one person is found. 
So God is seeking us. If you're not saved and you're listening to this, man, if you haven't uh, uh, turned your life over to King Jesus, if you haven't uh, bowed the knee or have decided to trust in the sacrifice that Christ made on the cross for your sins, he's seeking you. His eyes are looking to and fro, seeking you. And so I pray now that you would just uh, be found. Look up. Let that heart, that Holy Spirit that's working in you turn to you. He's seeking you. And he's still seeking us, man. He's still seeking us, those who are in Christ. He's helping us to grow and move to us uh, uh, holiness, the process of sanctification. It's the, uh, the way in which the Holy Spirit, little by little, just takes away all of those uh, sinful things in our life and orients our heart to be more and more like Jesus. It's it's the process by which we become more and more like Jesus. But uh, yeah, that's what it says about God, that he saved us. But what does it say about man? I think it says about man is that uh, oftentimes we turn back to worship things that were not intended to be worshipped. So in this specific context, it's actually following the law for salvation. So that Paul is saying that uh, these guys are turning back to the former things in which they thought were giving them salvation, but are not gods at all. Is that what it says? He says, by nature are no gods. But uh, in the same way, um, I think that we should look at man as doing this, is that we it's in our nature, it seems like, to turn away from the one true God. Uh, in Romans, it says that we have uh, substituted their creator for the creation. That instead of honoring God, who is Lord above all, we honor plants, animals, uh, pictures, idols, ourselves, instead of the true God. But how can I apply this to my life? Well, this one to me today is uh, very important. It's like, what have I substituted in the place for God? Is it my wife? Is it me doing these podcasts, these videos? Is it me going through school? Is it my pride? Is it myself? What have I substituted in the place for God? And I pray that I have, and I pray that I give God the honor and glory in my life. He sits on the throne of my life, and I live my life for his will, his honor, his glory alone. Now, when I do that, I know there's a lot of things that happen because of that. I mean, God will bless me uh, uh, with a, a peace in my heart, you know, maybe not in this world around me, but peace in my heart. He'll uh, give me a purpose and a, and a fulfillment in doing it. And so things benefit for me because God is a good father. We talked about that yesterday, I think, is that God is a good father and he cares for us and he loves us. And so when I do his will, he's happy to bless me, you know. But is my purpose for God's glory? That's what I've got to find out. And I, I, I think it is. I think that that's what I do. I seek to live for God's glory and his honor. I seek to understand him more, to know him more, because I know when God is uh, uh, the center of all things in my life, then all the other relationships that I have can bring glory to his name. So how are you going to apply this today, guys? Uh, how are you going to use this scripture to impact and form your life? How are you going to uh, take this message of what Paul is writing here, the message that God has revealed to us, and use it for his glory in your life? 
I thank you and I appreciate you guys for listening today. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow as we continue our daily devotional.